150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. This is episode 50. So we have finally got our uh, 2020 World Watch List was released this week. So we can get started with our countdown. It is a countdown, that is why we started episode 50 and we work our way down. We will do uh, talk countdown two countries a month of the top 50 countries where it is most dangerous to follow Jesus. Um, so we'll do two a month, uh, every month up until November. And the month of November, we will start on the 1st, and we will count down from 30 to number 1 throughout the month of November, which is Persecuted Church Awareness Month. Um, and so that's why our episodes go backwards. So we started last week, we did episode 51, essentially just an introduction for the year uh, to stay, try to stay on schedule with our second and fourth Wednesdays of the month uh, or Thursday mornings of the month where we release it and, um, and stay on schedule. So I'm going to do episode 50 today. Excuse me. And I will do episode 49 one week from today, and then we'll get back on our every other week schedule. Just so, a little housekeeping there. So, 2020 World Watch List, we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump into um, our stories of persecution around the world. This picture is, uh, this is Pastor Lawan Andami, Andimi, Andimi. Uh, he is a pastor in Nigeria that was kidnapped uh, by Boko Haram earlier this month um, and summarily uh, executed by Boko Haram uh, a few days later. So, a, a couple weeks later, in fact. Um, so, I'm going to read from the website of thebrethren.org. Uh, this is uh, apparently the church that he was connected to in Nigeria. So uh, let me just read from this article. Uh, Luan Andimi was executed by Boko Haram yesterday, January 20th. He was an ordained minister in the Ecclesia Yanua, uh, Nigeria, EYN, and the, the Church of the Brethren in Nigeria served as EYN District Secretary for the Machika area and was chair of the Christian Association of Nigeria for the Machika area, EYN, for the Machika area. EYN staff sent confirmation of his death to Brethren Disaster Ministries Associate Executive Roy Winter early this morning. Church of the Brethren General Secretary David Steele sent an email this morning to EYN President Joel, B Bealey, Joel S. Bealey sharing, quote, deepest sympathies on behalf of the Church of the Brethren, unquote. The email continued in, in part, 
quote, while I cannot fully know the deep pain and grief that you, his family, and EYN are feeling at this time, my heart is with you. Please know that we are holding all of you in our prayers, praying through the Lord Jesus Christ to bring you mercy and peace. May God continue to grant you strength and sustain you in your leadership of EYN during this most difficult time. And may you draw comfort from the one who said, Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, unquote. Said Nathan Hostler, director of the Church of the Brethren's Office of Peacebuilding and Policy, quote, Though the world has paid less attention to Boko Haram, the situation in the region is still dire for those plagued by this radical insurgency. This fact somberly, somberly rings true today. In remaining aware of the violence that our brothers and sisters in Nigeria face daily, let us walk alongside one another in joy and loss, taking to heart the words of the letter to the Hebrews, 13.3. Remember those who are in prison as though you are in prison with them, and those who are being tortured as though you yourselves were being tortured. A statement from CAN said, quote, The entire CAN leadership and the Nigerian church are deeply saddened. Andimi was reported missing on January 3rd, a day after a January 2nd attack on Machika by Boko Haram. His abduction gained international attention when on January 5th, his captors released a video in which he professed his Christian faith. And so I'm going to share that video um, now and let you watch that and listen as uh, Pastor Andimi, uh, he apparently, I mean, this is what Boko Haram and other terrorist organizations do. They make videos of the people that they've kidnapped, essentially ransom or uh, you know trying to get what they can from these people. And so most of this speech was probably written for him. And what we get is this last minute and 46 seconds is him. They've asked him to summarize his, and he, t he says this, they've asked him to summarize his speech in English. And so, again, some of these things that he says, take it with a grain of salt because it was probably written by Boko Haram. Uh, but he does uh, share his testimony of Christ uh, in here and expresses um, his trust and his faith. So I'm going to go ahead and let this play and, and let you hear directly from uh, Pastor Andimi. I have never been discouraged because... All condition that one may find himself is in the hand of God. God who made them to take care of me and to live my life will still walk, will touch them. So in summary of my speech that I request, I should summarize it again in English. I'm appealing to my uh, colleagues, reverence, particularly my president, Reverend Billy, uh, Joel Billy, which is a strong man, man of compassion, man of love, that he can do all his best to speak to our governor, Omaru Jibrela, and other necessary agents for my relief, for my release here. These people have been doing good to me. They are filling me with all what I want to eat. They provide a nice place for me to sleep blanket and every need so i believe that they didn't do anything wrong to me i still believe that god who made them to act in such a way is still alive and will make all arrangements 
by the grace of God, I will be together with my, uh, my wife, my children, and all my colleagues. If the opportunity have not been granted, maybe it is a will of God. All person, all people, close and far, colleagues and other wishes to be patient. Don't cry, don't worry, but thank God for everything. Thank you. I have. So, um, I don't know if he had any idea what was, what was coming, but to hear this man who was being kidnapped by Boko Haram sit in here making this statement and just leaning on the sovereignty of God. I mean, that's ultimately what he was doing was, uh, acknowledging God's sovereignty in his situation, that everything was, was God's will, uh, again really bad for a podcaster to be speechless uh in the middle of the podcast what i'm supposed to be doing is talking and i'm at a loss for words um i'm there's a sadness as my brother uh, talks about being with his wife again now knowing that he never was um there's a rejoicing in the fact that he does acknowledge the sovereignty of God in all of this and knowing that when he passed from this life to the next that he went to be with our Lord that one day we get to uh, interact with this man as we worship our king um, and there's an anger not only just towards Boko Haram and the men who kidnapped Pastor Andami and others um, but towards the the false gospel preaching prosperity ministries in this country and abroad this is not a man who came to follow Christ to get his best life now this is not a man who came to follow Christ to get whatever he could get, to get a, a hundredfold return for the, the, the seed that he sowed. This is a man who came to Christ because he knew he was a sinner in need of a Savior, and nothing that these men could do to him could shake that faith. This is not a faith that one gets sitting in the pews in Joel Osteen's church, this is not a faith that one gets sitting in the pews of Creflo Dollar's church. This is not an understanding of the gospel that one gets listening to false teachers like Jory Micah, Beth Moore, and the list, go, Paula White, and the list goes on and on. This is a man who knew the gospel and was willing to lay down his life for it. And we need to be preaching that gospel to people. 
because there is far too much garbage that is being given to people as gospel in this country and abroad. And I don't know that anybody who hears the gospel that is preached in the majority of the churches in America would be willing to lay down their life for the faith. There's my little rant. Sorry. Maybe it was unnecessary. I don't know. Pray for our brother's family. Um, those he left behind, the church that he left behind. Um, pray for peace, pray for comfort, pray for a strengthening of, of their faith as he presents this testimony to them that everything that happens is, is the will of God. And with that, let's look at our um, world watch list for today if I can get my website to change we are at uh, world watch list number 50 uh, the country that we will talk about today is Niger um, not to be confused with Nigeria um, which we just spoke about but uh, in Niger religion is understood to be a private matter but the government separation of state and religion is under increasing pressure Christians are a minority in Niger, where 99% of citizens are Muslim. Many Christians are able to live and worship peace peacefully, but in some areas, radical Muslim clerics stir up animosity toward believers. For instance, Muslim religious leaders of the Izala group, a radical Islamic group originating in northern Nigeria, are active in Niger and, threatening, and threaten freedom of Christians. In border regions under Islamic control, Christians have been hindered from celebrating Christian weddings, public worship, and meetings of Christians and meetings of Christians have to be conducted with caution in such areas due to the threat of violence from militant groups. The families of converts from Islam try to make them stop following Jesus by threats or use of force. Other Christians do not face this form of persecution and are generally allowed to practice their faith in private. Christians are not treated equally in the public sector, are rarely able to secure employment within local government services, and are frequently denied promotion. Christians have occasionally been hindered from gathering for meetings, and the legal process for the registration of churches is long and difficult. Corruption is a problem in the judiciary. Officials who engage in corrupt practices attract negative publicity, but are not adequately prosecuted. This situation harms all of Niger society, including the Christian population. Boko Haram is active in parts of southern Niger and targets Christians, and the actions of Boko Haram in surrounding nations has created a massive humanitarian crisis that has impacted believers, which we just talked about. Um, a little information about Niger. Uh, the region is Africa. Um, Persecution type is Islamic oppression. The persecution level is high. Population of Niger is 23,177,000. Of that, about 62,000 are Christians. The main religion is Islam. The government is a semi-presidential republic. The leader is President Mohamedou Isofu. Isofu. Um, should have read that at the beginning. But... Some examples. In June 2019, a Protestant church was set on fire by protesters who were protesting the arrest of an imam. 
In October 2019, a mission school was vandalized by jihadists who operate in the region. Excuse me. So prayer points for Niger and then we'll pray. Pray for women who become doubly vulnerable to persecution after choosing Jesus. Pray for Open Doors' work to equip the church in Niger to provide sufficient physical and spiritual support to women who are abandoned by their families and communities. Communal worship and meetings in Christians, of Christians have to be conducted with caution in some areas due to the threat of the violence from militant groups. Pray believers have wisdom and courage to continue meeting for fellowship and grow in their faith and community. The country is challenged by Islamic radical violence spilling over from Mali, Nigeria, and Burkina Faso, as well as different kinds of traffickers in the Agadez region. Pray Christians are protected from violent attacks and abductions. Pray the government has wisdom and fights to protect all of Niger's citizens. Let's pray. Father, we thank you uh, again. Um, just that we can come together as, as believers to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. And Lord, so we ask that as we, as we watch these videos, as we uh, read the, the different posts and stories, God, that, that you would constantly stir up in our hearts the, the need and the desire to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. First, God, I, we want to lift up um, the family of, of Pastor Andami, Andimi, um, we ask that you would just be with them, bring them comfort and peace, Lord. Strengthen them and their faith in you. Um, help them to, uh, to get through this time without their provider. Um, provide for them, Lord. But... God, I just pray that, that they would see the, the testimony that, that he gave in this video and that they would rejoice in his willingness to uh, stand firm in his faith and that you would use that testimony to draw others to yourself as well, Lord, in, in the area of those who may be family members who are not believers yet. God, that they would see this man's uh, faith and, and that they would be drawn to you through that Lord and uh, we just pray for the church that he leaves behind as well uh, we pray for all of our brothers and sisters in this region and we pray that God that you would provide a solution to um, to Boko Haram and the persecution that our brothers and sisters endure there in Nigeria Lord and we do lift up our brothers and sisters in Niger um, the women who as they convert to Christianity who are are generally abandoned by sometimes by husbands sometimes by families and ultimately by their community God we pray that you would be with them that you would provide for them that you would uh, raise up people in the church who would uh, exercise what James tells us to to uh, exercise that true religion which is to take care of orphans and widows and that they would take care of these women who are abandoned by their families and community for for turning and converting to uh to a, a faith and a belief in you lord um, we pray for those who the believers in niger uh, that they would have wisdom and courage to continue to meet uh, for fellowship and that they would continue even in the face of persecution to evangelize that they would continue to share your gospel and the good news of of repentance and faith and forgiveness the grace that you provide lord 
that they would continue to do so even under threat of persecution for doing so, God. And we do lift up um, this entire country. Um, we pray for not just the Christians uh, to be protected from violent attacks, but we pray for all the citizens of Niger as these different Islamic groups uh, come and attack and cause all manner of, of situations there, Lord. I pray that, that those people who are not radicalized Muslims but may not yet be saved, God, but that they would see the way that your uh, followers, that those who believe in you, the way that they react to the persecution, God, and that they would see the violence inherent in Islam and that that would cause them to turn in repentance to you, Lord, that they would see the the faithfulness, the the resilience of your followers who, who stand firm in the face of persecution, that they would see that and uh, they would see the love uh, that comes from them as, as your word says that they by this that they will know that you are my disciples, that you love one another, that they would see that love and that your kindness, Lord, would draw them to repentance and that we would see many more people come and be saved in the, in the country of Niger, Lord. We pray that, that that 1% of people there that are believers, that that would grow and grow um, as you uh, draw people to yourself. Father, and again, we just thank you that we can can come together to, to lift up our brothers and sisters in prayer, uh, that we can stand um, in solidarity with those who are persecuted for their faith in you, Lord. And I just pray that, that you would embolden uh, those of us who are watching and praying, that we would be willing to stand and, and share our, our faith and share your gospel in the face of far less persecution. Um, here than any of our brothers and sisters endure anywhere else lord that we would that we would recognize the great freedoms and abilities we have to share your truth here and that we would take advantage of that lord that we would take advantage of the ability to share your gospel without fear of being arrested imprisoned tortured or beaten lord while we still can and again we just we want to we want to praise you and glorify you and it's in Jesus name that we pray amen so again thanks guys for for being part of this i would encourage you um, this is the only podcast where i really make this encouragement to share if you have uh, friends other believers who would be willing to come and to join us as we um, bring awareness to uh, persecution around the world and pray for our brothers and sisters. If they would be willing to do that, please invite them to join the Fifth Seal Facebook group. Invite them to come over to the YouTube channel and like and subscribe there and watch the videos as they come out. Um, and just to uh, take some time out of their day to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, or until next week, <laughs> Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.